Hey everyone, today we are going to be initiating episode number 26, Willpower. I was excited about talking to everybody about willpower today because it is something very close to my heart. It is something that there are occasional times where I have a ton of it and there are times in life where I am reaching. I am reaching for it desperately and I have learned a lot of lessons along the way in willpower and I have drawn up a list of conclusions, facts, opinions, things that I think might be useful in being our best selves this year, creating a forecast and goals of the best selves that we can be looking forward to the future. And I thought that it would be great to form an episode around these items and identify with each other a little bit on where we're at with our strengths and our weaknesses at this point in the game, right? So without further ado, I'm going to discuss with you today some strategies and um, maybe obstacles that might be put forth in our journeys of uh, developing the willpower to be as successful as possible at the goals that we're putting in front of us. Willpower is infinite. It is something that is a constant and ever-flowing emotion uh, that comes deep within the depths of your soul, right? Um, It makes it sound so much bigger than what it is, but in actuality, it has a lot to do with a lot of the things that we try to aim for in our life, right? So uh, whether you want to be the best PTA mom, you know, you have to have the willpower to be able to get up and make your schedule and make sure you have time for those things around your work and around your meals and around your carpooling and your book club and whatever else you've got going on. Um, that is one of the many different categories in the Rolodexes of our lives, of the roles that we play and the responsibilities that we have, that you have to set these time schedules up and you have to include these details or you have to turn your face to temptation and look in the other direction. And it really is a skill that has to be honed upon. You have to keep your results in the forefront of what you're thinking about. You have to have conversations and learn from other people's mistakes because if you don't, in the challenges of willpower, you will learn from your own and they're the hardest lessons to learn at times. Willpower is not just for healthy eating and exercise habits and resolutions and all of that stuff. Willpower is something that's ever evolving for everything that we do. If you're a sports enthusiast, willpower is going to keep you from staying out with your friends after 9pm so you can get the rest that you need for practice the next day. Willpower is something that is going to keep you eating lots of proteins and making sure that for that sports event that you've got the best face in front of you. You've got the best muscle nutrition that you absolutely positively can have. Willpower could even be having conversations with people that you know you don't have a lot in common with, but you have to keep yourself from saying certain things or showing certain emotions that might flag a certain flame within them that may cause a heated discussion that's unnecessary that you don't want in your pool of positivity, right? So understand that willpower being infinite is a huge product of what you need to keep in mind while controlling what senses are going towards 
your goals for it. It must be replenished. You use the same reservoir of willpower for all different things, and that's good to keep in mind. It is essential to understand that willpower is parallel to being self-controlled. Being self-controlled is like a muscle, really. It becomes tired when you use that muscle too much. And that's something that if you're not mindful of, you could lose control over it. And so, just like any other part of your body, willpower must be exercised. And of course, as any other part of your body is exercised over and over and over again, your ability to strengthen willpower can become a muscle, just like any other. When it becomes stronger, all of your obstacles that lie in front of you are easier to turn your other cheek on, right? So maybe the first time that piece of chocolate cake comes out or comes past you and you think to yourself, boy, I could go for that. I want to order it. Maybe you won't even think that the next time it comes by after you keep practicing the same goals. Something that I've learned over the course of the last couple weeks even is that with the willpower at first it's so hard at first it is you know with everything that you're trying to utilize willpower with temptation is awful uh when you're really used to doing something every day you're in the habit of doing it um you're not used to it you know that if you exercise at first you're gonna be sore or if you Uh, are the only person in a group of people who's not eating the cake that everybody's bragging about. That, you know, everybody's going to be talking about how good it tastes. Everybody's going to be talking about how good it smells. And you're not going to be able to experience that. And you feel like you didn't get the invite to the party at first. And you're like, ugh. But then when you start to reap the rewards of having the willpower and turning your back to temptation, you start to realize that the payoff is so much greater than the sacrifice. And that is something that becomes easier and easier and easier as you go. In previous podcasts, we've discussed how it takes all of this time to make a habit. And then it takes all of this time to be able to create routines in your life, create patterns in your life. And this is just like any other. Willpower, once it becomes this strong, unified muscle, it becomes easier to use. It becomes easier to say, no, I'm good. It becomes easier to say, I've got to go to sleep. I've got to get up tomorrow and do this, this, and this. Or, you know, use the lessons to your advantage, you know? I think that the first, the first targets in making the willpower easier for yourself to use is examining your levels of self-control. Being able to realize what your weaknesses are and say, you know what, I'm not the strongest at this item. I should probably concentrate on how to be able to turn my cheek even faster, you know, or even stronger or be set in my decision and be sure of it. Maybe give yourself more rewards in that area. I know that for myself and in the last couple months, I've been kind of going at my diet harder than usual and it was really hard to get back into after quarantine. I found myself, um, you know, really wanting to lean on some of those 
food comforts uh, for any of the stresses that were coming across my path. And I had to break that cycle. Breaking that cycle was so challenging for me that I had to kind of step back a little bit and say, okay, what can I substitute in a healthy regard that's going to make me feel the level of satisfaction that I would have found from these lean in and on items, right? So I went to the store and I bought different craving items that would fill my stomach and, you know, satiate that craving you know, as they would anything else. And then when the craving would come, I would just grab a nutrition bar, whatever it was, and it would get me over that hump. And that's the self-control that I needed to, in the future, say no. And now, because it's been a little bit, I'm able to reflect. And when I get those cravings, sometimes I don't even need to grab a protein bar. Sometimes I don't even need a hot cup of coffee. I've IBS and you know, the coffee was just making it crazy. And I've been drinking coffee for 20 plus years and I couldn't drink it as often as I could anymore. I mean, the, the pain, uh, return on that was just incredible. I couldn't work. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't function correctly. So I had to tell myself, you can't, you can't drink coffee very much anymore. And, and it was, uh, one of the hardest things I've ever had to say no to. I mean, and I've had to turn my back on food addiction, cigarette addiction, you name it. And this was tough. Coffee is my go-to for almost everything. And it was the last thing that I've recently had to cut back on. I didn't completely stop drinking it. I treat myself to a Starbucks because that's my favorite. But, you know, once in a while, it's not every single day, several times a day, the way that it was before. And as much pain as I was going through for a while there, I just kept saying the pain was worth it. The pain was worth it. And then eventually it just got to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to drink tea. It's fine. I get it. I'm just going to drink tea. I don't want to be in this pain anymore. And it was a lesson that I had to learn, but then it became a lesson in self-control. Mental work, as exhausting as it may be, is something that is a huge factor in tightening up your habits for your willpower and understanding that you can do it. I think that one of the biggest things when you have to say no to something that's super important to you that you don't want to say no to is realizing the end game is the reason why you're having these thoughts in the first place. The reason why this is worth it. And understanding that factor is what's going to fuel the fire in your goals and put you closer to where you need to be. So I think that's important And also understanding that the decision-making in willpower is huge. The more often you're able to say no to that craving or that temptation or whatever it is that's dangling itself in front of you that's making it so hard for you to say no, the more that you say no to that item, the stronger you're going to become at doing it in the future. The stronger you are at doing it in the future makes a habit, right? Because you're doing it every day. And doing it every day is going to train your body. It's going to train that muscle into having that self-control to move forward. And it's going to get easier. You're going to be breathing easier. You're going to be sleeping better. You're going to be thinking less about these items that are dangling because you're going to be training your body to follow the schedule that you've put in front of you, which is amazing. And like I said, this all didn't happen overnight. This was something that I had to practice. This was something that was not easy. This was something that, you know, I'm always working on continuously. Even at this moment, I am working on it and devising my time, managing my time, making sure that I have enough for all the roles that I've put on my plate for myself and 
that understanding that this podcast episode can relate in parallel to many different faces and many different ears and minds that are listening as well. Decision leaves us more vulnerable to the outside world. So also keep in mind that the more willpower you use, the different person you're becoming, right? You're you're saying no to things that made you who you were yesterday, and you're saying yes to the things that are going to make you the person that you are today. So understanding those justifications is incredible when you're really digging into learning who you are inside and liking who you are inside and understanding the level of control that you have when you're molding into the person that you want to be. Maybe it was something that you said yes to all the time that you've grown out of that box and you're jumping into a new one. Maybe you're creating another journey for yourself for a new goal that you have. Maybe it was something you watched, something you read, someone you talked to, and they had an amazing experience and you don't wanna cheat your life from that experience. And so you're developing the person who's gonna be able to enjoy that experience to the fullest extent. Maybe you've put yourself on a budget plan or a finance plan and you've had to say no a lot to some items that have costed you money in the past. I know that I've mentioned that a lot of savings has come for me in having lunch every day, not eating out. I was eating out lunch every single day and it didn't seem like it was a lot each day. It was like, oh, this is just $7. Oh, this is just this, this is just that. And then I started to realize that it all added up to a lot over the month. And then over the months turned into over the six months. And then over the six months turned into over a year. And then when I took a look at the bottom line at how much I was spending on just having lunch, eating out for a whole year, it was like enough to fall off my chair. Like I couldn't believe that. And so I started eating at home. I started eating um, packing lunches and portioning food and taking a look at what I could you know, buy at a discount. I was looking at instead of buying things at Whole Foods, maybe buying things at Aldi's instead, you know, looking at my discounted packages, some things that were better decisions for me personally. I'm not doing any advertising or sponsoring or anything like that. I'm just saying that there are different strokes for different folks. And if you look into these items responsibly, you can find different ways to jump through these loopholes. And a lot of that means turning your cheek. Uh, And that is all part of the willpower scenario and strengthening the muscle and the self-control in order to do so. It's not easy to say no sometimes. People with self-control that's good use their willpower to get through emergencies and to avoid them. So willpower can also help you uh, in regards to when something crazy is going on in your life, you have these backgrounds to depend on because of your willpower. Maybe you have something come up that's crazy and you were able to say, you know, it's time for me to go to bed. I need to have this much sleep. I need to focus tomorrow. And something comes up and you're focused and you're ready to jump on that. A lot of times we, you know, burn ourselves out. Maybe we don't realize it. Maybe we do burn the candles at both ends, you know, take the extra hours, work the extra projects, do the extra things, volunteer at the extra places. And then before you know it, you're like, you know, googly eyes. You're just sitting there with a couple of peas playing ping pong in your brain. You don't know what's going on. And that's happened to me. 
And I've had friends and colleagues that it's happened to. You put too much on your plate. You spread yourself too thin. Well, what happens when an emergency occurs? If you don't have the willpower to give yourself the strength and you don't go through those hard couple weeks or months first to get your mind right for the good habits that you're going to be putting in front of you, then you're not going to be able to turn around and be anything for anybody else in the case of an emergency. So there's essential tips for developing willpower. And this is from a science academy uh, that is called Baumeister and Tierney. And uh, it helps you increase self-control. And I thought this was great because I can talk about having willpower. That's great. I can talk about developing self-control and that's wonderful too. But I think that one of the most essential lessons that you can put yourself in the brain wavelengths for is, Evelyn, how do I develop this? How do I make this better for myself? How do I get into this? Yeah, we can talk about having it all day. That's great. But how do we go through the journey and making it happen? And so I went ahead and I put together a list of items that can effectively help you develop it over time. So number one would be knowing your limits, right? So everything has a measurement. In food, if you're watching what you're eating, you've got a measurement you're trying to stick to. If sleep is your thing, you've got a measurement you're trying to stick to. If you've got a calendar that you're trying to follow, then you've got assignments that you're trying to get done. That is what you need to stick to. If you're looking to organize your life, you've got something that you need to stick to. You have a measurement, you have a limit, you have a time base, you have things you do want to do, and you have things you don't want to do. I think that's the first thing, is knowing your limits. Very important. You got to know when to say yes. You got to know when to say no. You got to know when to let your guard down and when to have your wall up, period. Number two is you want to watch for symptoms of depletion of your willpower. This happened to me a couple weeks ago. I can totally relate to it. I was spreading myself too thin. I was burning the candle at both ends, like we all do. It's that part of the year where we're polishing off the first quarter. We're about to begin another one. So we're tying up some loose ends on one hand and we're opening some portals on the other. We're really trying to do things. I am an avid meditation person. I meditate frequently. I use aromatherapy frequently. I, um, you know, am burning candles. I pray a lot. I have a lot of spirituality in my life. I didn't have time for that. I had been exercising and dieting really hard. I really didn't have a lot of time for that either. I had polished off many things in the other jobs that I have. And when I got done with that, there really wasn't any room for anything else. And I found myself wanting to just sleep. I didn't want to open the curtains and let the light in. I wasn't depressed. I was just tired, just exhausted from getting my hopes up and having them down, getting them up, having them down, getting them up, having them down. I was trying to positively uh, put those thoughts back into my head, but it was really, really hard. And I found that my willpower was starting to deplete as a, as a part of being exhausted. At that point, I had to reassess. I had to reassess my time. I had to reassess my goals. I had to reassess my agenda. I had to reassess the responsibilities that I had on my plate. And I had to look at what I needed for my steps moving forward. That replenished my willpower. Going forward in that following Monday, I was 
rested, I was ready to go, I had my meals prepped, I had everything set as far as when I was going to exercise, when I was going to get my assignments completed, what I was going to organize, what I was going to do for my calendar, how I was going to organize my items, and that's something that you should do too. Maybe you don't have the same things going on in your life that I do mine, but you will be able to start to feel if not already, and that's why you're listening to this podcast, when you start to deplete your willpower bank, right? Things are starting to cross themselves out and you feel yourself going a little low. Totally normal. Absolutely normal. Uh, Even the strongest of people and the most emotionally motivated people find themselves falling into a lapse of willpower sometimes. A hundred percent. Just reassess, figure out what's happening to cross out your boundaries, what you need to move forward in your boundaries, and uh, how to keep yourself excelling, basically. It will replenish your willpower. It will give you the motivation to continue. It will inspire you to be better again. Maybe listening to these podcasts will help you do that um, just to get your mind right. And for me, I just needed some me time. That's what helps me replenish my willpower, me time, uh, being by myself, just having on my favorite music, lighting a couple candles, and reassessing what I've got as far as responsibilities in my life. Number three, pick your battles. So picking your battles isn't just about your agenda and your schedule and your assignments and yada, yada, yada. Picking your battles is about who you want to please that week. Is it yourself or is it everybody else? If it's everybody else, it's okay once in a while. But make sure that you're choosing those items wisely. How are they going to affect you? How are they going to affect your family? How are they going to affect your mind and your spirit and your energy and your body? You have to think about these things ahead of time. That way when the time comes, you can just cruise through. You don't have to worry about stressing, about agendas, and things like that. You'll just know what you're talking about because you're prepared. And that's so big. Um, Because if you stress every single day, you're not doing anything good for your mind, body, and spirit anyway. If you plan ahead and you get these items sorted out, then it helps your willpower to say the yeses and nos that we talked about. That muscle's already been strengthened at this point. So saying yes to things that you love is something that's going to enrich your life with blossoms and, and amazingness. Being able to say no with difficulty means that you're not quite there yet and that you don't stop aiming for that inspiring moment, for that motivating point, for that goal resolution and that's what you're going for so make sure that you're choosing your battles wisely if it's not worth it like I always tell you in this podcast walk away number four make a to-do list and this is like I tell my team all the time about this this is something that I live by as a matter of fact my team just went ahead and got me an electronic notebook so that I could keep my to-do list current because I'm such a factor on this I have to-do lists I have grocery lists I have things that are and you would think that I'm like the super organized person I'm here to tell you I'm not I'm not a super organized person in my own opinion I uh I feel like I am forgetting things a lot honestly so I have to write down everything just so that I can remind myself even when I'm studying for a test or something like that I have to write everything down on index cards Um, and and then I go over the index cards over and over and over again but even if I write something down and I don't 
refer back to it, that's fine too. As long as I write it down, for some reason, I'm that kind of learner and I make myself a to-do list, even if I'm speaking it into my phone and then crossing things off as I go along. Um, it helps me to measure my level of success on that goal. So I have a to-do list for every goal. And as I am able to accomplish these items, I'll cross them off that to-do list just to make sure that my mind is right and I'm where I need to be, you know. And if something outside of the to-do list comes into factor and tries to work its way in uh, some negativity into my to-do list, then I have the willpower to say no, you know. No, I'm not going to have an extra cheat day this week. No, I'm not going to, you know go out and have drinks at 10 o'clock at night when I've got, you know, work the next day. No, I'm not going to, you know, go extra far to, um, buy X, Y, or Z. I'm not going to spend, uh, this much more money than what I need to spend on something that I don't need. Um, I just have to have that willpower because it is hard. Right now, just an example, I have, um, I bought a house and I have, 30 year old appliances in this house okay was great when I first bought the house but now occasionally I go to use these appliances and I'm reminded constantly that they're 30 years old I called to have something fixed a few months ago and they said you know Evelyn your appliances are 30 years old we don't even make the parts anymore and haven't in like 15 years to to fix this item you're gonna have to replace it and I'm like well it still works So I'm still going to use it. I'm also not a cheap person, but I also feel like for my mental health, sometimes putting, you know, family or vacations in front of an appliance that already works may be more important. I don't know. I weigh it all the time. But, um, you know, I have this and I've got to, you know, I, I make my in my to-do list in having willpower I have to make that decision do I want to replace these appliances or do I want to use them because they still work and spend my money on something else and you know more oftentimes than not I am like Evelyn you're making the wrong decision you need to replace your appliances you need to replace your appliances but I'm not there yet because I'm still strengthening that muscle I'm still trying to work on that willpower and that's just a side example and I'm actually cracking up as I'm explaining it to you only because it is something that hangs over me all the time because I'm always like well they still work why replace them and I know that eventually I'm gonna have to do that to to set myself up for success in the future the right decision would be to replace the appliances now Um, And I know that, right? But the willpower is something that is serious for me in that regard because I'm using uh, to pay other things off, to, you know, go ahead and take care of other to-do lists that weigh a little bit more than the appliances at this time. And that's something that you've got to look at too, is what weighs more in regards to importance to you. And I think that for now, I'm making the right decision, but I think my future self will uh, knock myself upside the proverbial head and ask myself why I didn't replace it sooner, honestly. Uh, the to-do list, right? So number five is beware of underestimating the time you need for a task. Also very important. Um, don't set yourself up for unrealistic goals. I uh, know that um, sometimes when people are getting married, for instance, they'll say, I want to lose 60 pounds in two months. You know, it's, it's really great that you're inspired to do that and that you're motivated to make that happen, but you have to be realistic or you're going to set yourself up for disappointment. 
Um, using your willpower, you have to make sure that you've got active resolutions happening that are going to be great rewards for yourself that are going to remind yourself when you have to use that willpower again, the greatness that could come out of it. You set yourself up for disappointment and every time you do something, you find yourself disappointed afterwards, you're going to not be as motivated the next time to say no to something that you would usually say yes to. Number six is don't forget the basics like a good diet and sleep. I forget diet a lot, not in the last couple months, but I know that my my human body go-to is to kind of just do what I want, sleep when I want, eat when I want, and as fun as that can be sometimes, it's not the healthiest. It's not good for your brain, it's not good for your body, it's not good for your future, and um, you know, the older that you get, if you're young, you may not need to worry about it as much, but the older that you get, the more your bones start to suffer and your muscles start to suffer, and as you wake up in the morning, you really start to feel these new items setting in and you're like what is happening number seven use positive procrastination this is interesting because positive procrastination is actually something that is you know not talked about the word procrastination is used in a negative connotation often using positive procrastination can work in your favor positive procrastination is something that You know, instead of putting every single thing on your to-do list on your plate at one time and burning your candle at both ends and burning out like I did a couple weeks ago that I previously mentioned, what you can do now is positive procrastination can say the things that aren't needed right away and you can put them later on your list. Again, that will give you some positive reinforcement for the willpower that you're using, help you to use that willpower more often and strengthen that muscle for ultimate self-control. Number eight, focus on one thing and one thing only, nothing else. Also very funny because with the appliance scenario that I was just talking about, that's me focusing on many to-do lists at one time. Make sure that you focus on one thing at a time because you want to give that everything that you can from start to finish. One of our leaders had said to me very recently uh, in business, They had said, you can do a million things and you can only do a little of them, but they don't really count for anything because you're not finishing them. It would much rather have been a scenario where you were doing everything from start to finish and not accomplishing as many things, but you're putting more emphasis on the things you're completing. So in other words, You know, if you're completing a million things but only doing a half-assed job, what does it matter? But if you're doing a few things and you're doing them start to finish, the quality will rise above anything else. So do a few things from start to finish and pace yourself. Positive procrastination. Waiting to do those later things that aren't needed at this very moment will help your mind, spirit, body, and your, you know, all over well-being. It's going to help you to spread that positivity. Know when your things are due. Know when the time is right to express the feelings that you need to express. Number nine, keep track and monitor your progress. This was something that I had to learn also. Um, I had to keep a bariatric journal. I thought it was a pain in the ass, if I'm being perfectly honest, uh, at first. I um, started writing everything down, started realizing the little snacking that I was doing, started realizing everything and how it was adding up, started realizing, you know, that this is working for me, this is not working for me, yada, 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 yada. And 
then I had an aha moment and realized, oh my gosh, I'm recording all of these things down. I'm looking at all of these in live time. I'm understanding what they mean for me. I need to cut back on this. I need to put more into this. I need to do this. I need to do that. I knew it was just like my list making. <laughs> so, um, I journal a lot. I journal my feelings. I journal my spiritual vibes. I I journal my dreams. I journal everything. Why not journal what I was eating? So once I started doing that, I started realizing how often I was eating, what times I was the most hungry, what I was putting in my mouth, what times. And I started to uh, tweak those items, what nutrition would do me well when, and you know, so forth. So, um, keep track, monitor your progress. If you're lifting weights, do it with that. If you are you know, trying to leave the house at a certain time every day, do that. If you're trying to, you know, budget your groceries, budget your bills, budget your vacations, you know, whatever it is. If you're trying to be the best wife or a husband or daughter or whatever role it is in your life that you're trying to do, keep track of what you are doing to do so. Not only does it give yourself a CYA, a cover your ass, right? But it's also something that is going to be a reference tool for you to study, see the items that you have put together currently and where you're going in the future. Number 10, reward yourself often. This is one of my favorite ones only because I don't do it enough. And when I do, I'm just like, this is what life is all about right? This is what we're all here for is to take in the scenery and to take in the nature and, you know, to take in each other and really have those quality conversations and spend that quality time. Maybe you're not full of family and you're a loner. This is the time for you to get out and realize your, you know, the things that you're the best at, the things that you're most interested in, get to know yourself. You know, it's crazy how people go their whole lives never knowing themselves, never knowing who they are inside, never realizing what their capabilities are. And that's what that alone time is for. If you are spending your vacation time or, you know, if you take yourself out, sometimes I'll take myself out for a, you know, reward day and I will, you know, get my hair done, get my nails done, you know, have a massage. I will, you know, just thank myself for putting myself through all of this stuff all of the time to take care of all these things and to be this for all these people and, you know, try to, you know, juggle so many things at once sometimes I have to say thank you to me and I think everybody should do that rewarding yourself is of the essence it's a huge key in being successful at what you're doing and I don't think that it you know regards just my example you can reward yourself by buying yourself an item or taking yourself a certain place or having a conversation with someone that you haven't you know had enough guts to have a conversation with or maybe you know, taking yourself to the next level, whatever makes you feel like you have completed that part of your life for now, and you want to move to the next level, reward yourself for it. It's so important. Understand that you're not alone. Um, Lacking in self-control can make you feel like, you know, the personal resolve is not where it needs to be. Um, And, you know, don't let the negativity intensify by rolling into, you know, a 
backdraw of, you know, habits that never were, you know, right for you or, you know, didn't do you any favors, right? Understand what gave you a positive outcome in the past and use it as a tool to fuel your willpower and to, you know, strengthen that muscle as, you know, strong as you can absolutely make it and, you know, understand that you're not alone. You know, there are other people, everybody is fighting these different battles every day. And, you know, they are not always going to be looking to be their best self. Some people are just trying to get through every day and that's okay. Um, But, you know, reach out and try to help others. Once you, once you get the flow of how this is going and how great it is for you and becoming your best self, you want to make sure that the people that you care about, that you're reaching out and that you're trying at least to bring them up with you and strengthen them with you. It's so important. And also understand that it's not impossible to develop great self-command Um, by understanding the science of self-control and and learning the right tricks. Um, You know, learning the tricks of this or something that's indispensable, I believe that they're priceless. And once you put them to good use, it's something that you, you never soon forget, if ever again. And you're able to utilize the willpower for different things. So that concludes this episode in Willpower. I, uh, I could go on and on and on. As you notice, this episode goes a little bit longer than our 30-minute usuals. I just wanted to include it. It's so important at this stage in our episodes and trying to be our best selves and finding out who we are and what our purpose is and what makes us great at what we do and being leaders and being strong and persevering and accomplishing our goals. It's all, it all comes together and, um, you know, it becomes this huge, uh, part of the year that we're looking at and that lies in front of us and possibly the years ahead, you know? And uh, so if you have any questions, comments, or anything like that, please leave a message on my anchor site uh, at Life Over Matter Podcast. Please feel free to message me on Instagram at Life Over Matter Podcast on Instagram. And um, all of these episodes are posted every single Wednesday and Saturday uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern. Uh, So please feel free to join me, like, and share with your friends. And until then, have a wonderful, amazing uh, morning, afternoon, and good night.